This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. And hi, everybody, and welcome to Knowledge at Wharton here on Sirius XM 111 Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School. Great to have you with us. We are at the Cuba Opportunity Summit, a production put on by Momentum and uh, Knowledge at Wharton. Great to be here once again. We are joined now by Howard Zemsky, who is the president and CEO of the Empire State Development Corporation, as well as commissioner of the New York State Department of Economic Development. Uh, This has to be a very exciting time for a lot of people, the state as well. You were just recently, last last year, on the trip down to Cuba with Governor Cuomo. What was that experience like? It was fabulous. I mean, the energy in Cuba and the excitement about turning the page on the the next chapter uh, of the Cuban economy and the relationship, I think, with the U.S. is palpable. So, you know, we had a lot of companies uh, who came. We had a lot of uh, organizations like SUNY and Roswell Park. So we covered education. We covered life sciences. We covered a number of different industries, agriculture, uh, technology, pharmaceuticals, life sciences, financial services, a lot of the things that New York State's strong in. Uh, and the people just couldn't be more excited. And the, the ministers actually in government were very excited. And so it was very interesting. What is interesting is the fact that as you just kind of went through all of those areas, that this is such a multifaceted event that's going on here. It's not just one or two pieces that you're trying to build out. There are so many yep. kind of tentacles to this whole operation. Oh, absolutely. Well, <laughs> you think about the New York economy and the different industries that we're strong in. I mean, we wanted to start planting seeds, really. I mean, this is... Um, you know, kind of the, the, the gestation cycle f- uh, from the time you show up in Cuba to the time you're doing a lot of business, I think is, uh, you know, it's not immediate. Let's yeah. put it that way. Um, and just like all sales, you're planting seeds uh, and, you know, you, you, you harvest those over time. And especially when you're dealing with Cuba, which is still a, you know, single party system, yeah. not a free market system. We don't have a lot of established uh, you know, even the financial system is yep. underdeveloped, the infrastructure is underdeveloped. So it was the opportunity to do two things. One, be the first state uh, to, to lead a trade mission to Cuba, which I think is important for New York. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, it's, uh, New York, you know, has represented economic, uh, political opportunity for people from all over the world for a very long time. I think that's a really important part of who we are as a people and a state. Um, and it was an opportunity to, you know, plant seeds economically, and yeah. um, and so we're and you're starting to see some of the benefits from that, whether it's JetBlue or Infor uh, or Roswell Park, their collaboration with uh, the Havana Center of Immunology yep. and Oncology. You know, it's all good, and we continue to have interest from New York companies, and we continue to matchmake for New York companies with the corresponding entities in Cuba. When you were uh, getting ready to make that trip to, uh, down there last year, what is the process like in terms of, because obviously you're, you're having to also deal with the federal government and, you know, the things you can do, the things you can't do. What is that relationship like when you're trying to put that together? And even now, we're seeing changes in the relationships daily, it almost feels like. 
So, I mean, the, the doors aren't fully open, but they sure feel like they're going to be open in the next couple of years. I think that's really, you, you really hit the nail on the head. I think where this relationship is going is clear. How long it will take to get there is really the only, in my mind, the only question mark. So the federal government, obviously, our trade mission followed on the heels of President Obama's announcement yeah. toward, you know, normalized relations with Cuba. Um, now, Congress hasn't acted on that at this point. You know, they haven't followed suit yet, sure. but there'll be a day. Uh, and in the meantime, of course, there are things that, you know, he can do as president and there are things that we can do as a state. And there are certain industries uh, that there are fewer restrictions on, like agriculture. Yeah. And there's fewer restrictions on um, health and life sciences and education. So, you know, we're pursuing all those opportunities. Um, and, you know, it's it's... There's a need in Cuba. Let's, you know, be perfectly honest. There's yeah. a real need. If you look at their economy, yeah. uh, they import 80% of their food. They have tremendous trade deficits. Their principal sponsors over the years are Russia and Venezuela have yeah, had real right. economic problems of yeah. their own. Uh, they have seen firsthand some of the positive impacts of privatization and entrepreneurship. They yeah. need to be more productive. They need to grow more of their own food. They need to import less. They need to be more self-sustaining. Yeah. Um, and they need to open up their borders. America is the largest economy in the world. Yeah. Think about the tourism opportunity for Cuba. Cuba, tourism is the number one industry. And the fact that tourism has been a, an important piece to their economy yeah. from countries outside of the U.S. Exactly. And, and just the fact that it's so close to the United States, right. you would obviously think that you know, with flights eventually getting up and running here in the very near future, right. you're going to see an influx of people, you know, once, you you know, you don't have yep. to have a, a reason to go to Cuba, yeah, it's gonna that, be that it's going to open up. So true. It's going to be so great, really, for Cuba. Uh, you know, easing those restrictions. I think now, technically, you can really go as you're, if you're part of a group yep. or, you know, that I think will continue to uh, be loosened and... Boy, I can't believe how many people I've met the last year, or well, yeah. really just the last few months, who said they've gone to Cuba. But just the fact that there are businesses now, and, and when there was the last Cuban summit that we were up here at a few months ago, we interviewed a couple of gentlemen from Alabama who just recently got approved by the State Department to build a tractor factory in Cuba. And when you start to see those businesses right. be able to just literally have the opportunity... Yep. That is what probably I'm start. I'm sure you're seeing with right. some of the businesses here in New York State. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And they're going. You know, you just saw Verizon Inc. to deal in Cuba yep. for technology infrastructure. Yep. That's going to continue. You're going to see this is going to open up. And you know, you've got a generation now. It's 50 years, right? Since you know the embargo. 50 years. I mean, <laughs> yeah, who, who is like really still <laughs> wringing their hands over you know 50 years ago? This is not. Uh, I was you know, think about how much has changed in the world with Russia and the Soviet Union and the way um, you know economies have changed yeah. around the world and philosophies of economic development. This is still a place that is um, sort of locked in a time that uh, is is inevitably going to, to you know to change. I, I was still a few months from actually coming onto this planet. So I mean, that talk about <laughs> right. things things that have changed in this. Yeah, a lot has changed in that time. So. In the opportunity though to go down there, what is what what were the feelings you got from the Cuban people in Very terms of uh, of building these relationships? Yeah, so they're believe me, uh, they're aware of the fact that uh, life could be better. 
um, they're, they want to be and have no, I can't tell any resentment toward America or Americans yeah. or, you know, the tensions that have existed for some, they, they just want to talk about the future. That's yeah. really it. No one really wants to talk about what happened in the 1960s. Is there still even a little bit of wariness by some of the companies that, that, that you deal with here in the, in the state of New York uh, about the government? Because of the fact it is still the Castro family that, yep. that is running the operation. It's obviously oh, quite sure. a bit different, no, but still, absolutely. you know, well, there, a, there is, has to be a little bit of, of hesitancy when you're, when you're talking about making these types of investments. Oh, absolutely. And, you, and it's, not, it's, it's, it's hard to make them. I mean, it's not easy to do business uh, with a, really with, a gov- with the government. Yeah. So, um, you know, they move in a different time frame than New Yorkers are accustomed to. They, they, you know, it's a very different process. You're really, it's interesting when you're talking about life sciences, you're putting American scientists with Cuban scientists, sure. right? When yeah. you're talking about education, we had Cuban educators with um, New York educators. But when you're talking about commerce, you have businesses mm-hmm. and across the table from businesses are government. Yeah. So it isn't business to business, so to speak. It's business to government. Yeah. So it's very different. It's a very different. Uh, it's different from what most uh, businesses are accustomed to dealing with, and it has a different time frame. Yeah. And it has restrictions, uh, and it's you know a, a country that's infrastructure, financial infrastructure, physical infrastructure, uh, isn't up to what you would call 21st century standards sure, in yeah. any manner, way, shape, or form. So, look, it's it's it's. You have to go, and culturally, it's different. It's very different. But so it's planting seeds, but go, it takes time. Going there and just seeing that firsthand, yeah. did that even take you aback a little bit? Well, just how different their life is than compared to what we're used to? It's ever, oh, gosh. And it's and the fact that it is just, you know, 90 miles <laughs> yeah. from, I mean, this isn't like yeah. the other side of the world. Yeah. This is right off the coast of Florida. Yeah. I mean, yep. Basically, so, um, and of course, when you get there, you've you, you've you've all heard the stories of uh, you know, it's like '50s cars and yeah. '60s cars. Yeah. You're you're struck immediately. You've never seen such a collection of old automobiles in your yeah. life. You've never seen such a collection, and so it's 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 an, an immediate uh, visual uh, reminder that you're almost in a different time, uh, in a sense, where, where things haven't really changed that much uh, in 50 years in terms of its infrastructure and you know things of that nature. So, look, the Cubans, I think, are ready to change. Our president, obviously, is. Our governor sure. is. Yeah. Uh, and the pe- most importantly, the people of Cuba, I think, are. This is Knowledge of Wharton here on Sirius XM 111, business radio powered by the Wharton School. We are in New York City at the NASDAQ at the Cuba Opportunity Summit. We're talking with Howard Zemsky, who is the president and CEO of the Empire State Development Corporation. Uh, The fact, though, that we're at a point where you you take the political climate in Washington, D.C. out of play, that things still can get done. Yep. That has to make it feel very promising for you. And you're able to relay that to the businesses that want to be involved here from from New York State. And, and getting back to something we were talking about before, it, it's not like you have probably have so many businesses that are coming to you saying, hey, listen, we want your next trip down to Cuba. We want to be in on that. Yeah, that's right. And we connect it's, those. It's not one or two segments. Right. You know, that, that, that there's the big need. Yep. No, we're connecting industry 
um, here in New York with the opportunities in Cuba. We're at least able to facilitate those contacts and connections, which is important. And we, you're right, we have companies all the time saying, hey, next time you do a trade mission, uh, we just this week literally connected uh, New York businesses and the hospitality business and the yeah. agriculture business and others with um, Cuban counterparts. Well, so. and, you, and you see some of you mentioned Verizon, you know, Marriott and, and Starwood Hotels yeah. doing what they've done. As weird as it sounds, the Rolling Stones going to play a concert right. in Havana. Yeah. These are all, you know, in, and by the way, if you have any connections for getting tickets to that show, let me know. <laughs> but, but still, you know, these are all... I think we take it for granted, but these are yeah. all pieces to this puzzle. Absolutely. It's ine- there's an inevitability about it, it feels like to me. Yeah. You know, it's just an inevitability. I think ever since the governor led his trade mission, uh, there's been countless, I think, states that have, uh, you know, followed suit. And, you know, I think the world is like, um, you know, knocking on Cuba's door and, you know, they're opening it slowly, but it's opening. The fact that Verizon now has their deal, and we know that the airlines, you know, are, right. are, are getting set up, yeah. uh, the, the hotel industry. Are, are there one or two segments having been down there to visit that you still see that, you know, there hasn't been a relationship built out to, to the point that it needs to at this moment? Well, there's a lot of industries where there's opportunity. The financial, you think about New York and you think about some of our strengths, financial services, sure. they have a gaping hole in their, I think, uh, financial services industry. So, you know, for companies like MasterCard, uh, there'll be great opportunity. Uh, for the airlines, there'll be great opportunity. For agricultural producers, we do a fair amount of business now in, in America. Yeah. Uh, with, with Cuba, they import a lot of food, uh, but there are opportunities for New York companies. Is, is, is any infrastructure at all that you can imagine is an opportunity? All types of professional services, hospitality, yeah. you name it. Is that what makes, I guess, from your perspective, New York very interesting from that is that you obviously have the banking industry, which is very yep. important here in New York City. Exactly. But you go an hour west, north, you know, however you want to go. And there's so much agriculture that, exactly. that's kind of that, that can be called on as well. Yeah, and we had companies uh, Chobani yogurt, uh, Cayuga milk products. So you know we do look. New York State is big in agriculture. New York State is big in life sciences. We're big in uh, financial services. We're we're big in in manufacturing in a lot of industries. And so we brought representatives uh, from those industries and institutions uh, to join us. And I think every person felt the trip was really very worthwhile and that was a whirlwind trip like 24 or 26 <laughs> hours and like probably didn't sleep did no you sleep it was just go 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 is there another trip planned for for your delegation there's, to go down there yeah there's not a date right now but you know we i wouldn't be at all surprised um, you know to return with a number of companies and in the meantime we're you know i think doing a good job with the relationships we developed to connect those uh, businesses anyway without, you know, leading a trade mission. But, but how, how stay Im- tuned on that. How important, though, I mean, President Obama is going down there next week. Yep. How important is that visit for this whole process? Because all of this groundwork has been right. done right. over the last year, year plus. Right. Well, but now he's going there. Well, and I guarantee you he's not going there to sightsee. Right. So yes. So there's going to be a lot of announcements. There's been, I'm sure there's been a lot of groundwork. This trip's probably been in the planning for a long time, ever since he announced uh, his desire to normalize relations with Cuba over a year ago. So I would, you know, expect there to be some significant announcements, whether it's um, commercial deals uh, with American companies yeah. or 
further restrict, further uh, lifting of restrictions on travel, or you know, further normalization of relations. There, he's not going there to um, check out the beaches. He's going there to you know advance the commercial. <laughs> See the new hotels down there. <laughs> right, advance the commercial opportunity. But you did bring up an interesting point a, a little while ago: is the fact that all of this is happening, yet you have to be mindful of the people that are already there that have been living there for decades, yep. and not kind of going over the edge. Right. You know, you have to work within their system to some degree. Oh, absolutely. This is um, not a free market system. This is a controlled, single-party uh, system. And they, you know, and the government still, I think, views America with some caution, still views uh, free enterprise with some caution. Yeah. All of these things are, um, you know, Challenges. The other interesting part to this is that when you think of, of Cuba's place within the Caribbean and, and the other countries, that with this build-out potentially happening, this country has the opportunity, in some respects, to become the king of the Caribbean. You know, with their industry, if they can build this out, yep. you know, over the over the next uh, over the next few years, and be a feeder for all of the other islands right. in that region. That's actually correct. Uh, so there's a huge opportunity for Cuba. And I think there's 11, about 11 million people. It's a bit larger than the Dominican Republic. It's many times larger than Puerto Rico. Um, it's it's well positioned, actually, uh, very well positioned geographically, um, you know, for uh, as a gateway uh, to the Caribbean. We're talking with uh, Howard Zemsky, who is the president and CEO of Empire State Development Corporation. You're listening to Knowledge of Wharton here on Sirius XM 111 Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School. Can you believe how far this has even come in, in a little over a year's time? No, it's great. It's uh, I I'm, I'm just can't believe how many people I've met who just came back from Cuba. It's yeah. just become the place to go. And all the states that are leading delegations, the trip back by the president, of course, is going to be, you know, huge in terms of the announcements that we can only imagine right now. How so. much how much conversation goes on between yourself and some of the other states that are that are leading delegations down there and talking about not only what you saw, but maybe future partnerships that maybe two states will be able to put together right. with a particular with the Cuban government down there in a specific sector. Yeah. And. You know, truthfully, we're more focused on servicing the businesses in New York State yeah. than we are, um, you know, working collaboratively with Indiana. But just as a matter of prioritization, because we're getting so many inquiries and there's so many opportunities. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we've had some inquiries about, you know, what is the protocol? And we're, help, we're happy to share that information, and we do, because we were the first state. Uh, the governor was the first uh, governor to lead a trade mission. And so we have, I think, been helpful to other states in helping them understand sort of what the uh, protocols are and how that how we did that. And the protocols are obviously very important, as we were just saying ago, a moment ago, because they they end up being how these companies. I mean, these companies know nothing of Cuba. I mean, they know it's an island. They know it's down there. They, right. you know, some of them may have done cursory business with the island, but that's that's basically it. They are, they are brand new to this operation. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, New York, I think, is you know, relative to other states. Um, you know, we are very an international state, right? So you think about all the different dimensions to the New York's relationship with the world. We're accustomed to doing business internationally. We're accustomed to foreign direct investment. We're accustomed to international tourism. We're well positioned to do international commerce. We're talking with Howard Zemsky of the uh, New York uh, State uh, Department of Economic Development uh, at uh, the NASDAQ in New York City. 
when you think even a, a couple of years out, and I, maybe it's this is tough to say, but how quickly can this this process build out? Obviously, the embargo is one thing, but there are ways seemingly to work around it. But how quickly do you see this train moving down the tracks in the next few years? Well, I think realistically, this is uh, takes two to tango. So okay. we can, you know, you've got an, you've got an, the executive branch in, in the form of President Obama, who's actually obviously leading the charge, um, you know, federally to normalize relations. You have Congress that has obviously not been uh, ready, willing, and eager to make those changes and follow suit. And then you've got a Cuban government uh, that is obviously gone through some transition, even within the same family, but it's still a single-party system. How, how quickly, tell me how quickly the Cuban political system will change. Tell me how quickly Cuban uh, economy will adopt more of a hybrid free market, controlled market model. Tell yeah. me how quickly Congress will, you know, follow suit and following the president. And those will, you know, be determinant to some extent on how long it will take. But, you know, I still think of it and look at it as it's not a question of if, it's a question of when. And, yeah. and you know, the answers to those questions will answer the when. And it's one of those rare occasions where, as, as much as we hear from Washington, D.C., about, you know, all that they talk about, it's too far down the tracks now to, to, to get stopped. This is going yeah. to continue to roll. Oh, and this will be the president's visit will be the next, you know, boost uh, th to thrust this all of these initiatives forward. Yeah. I think it's clear that one of the legacies uh, for President Obama is going to be this normalization of relations with Cuba and sort yeah. of putting that debate and that kind of history beside us. It's clear Governor Cuomo endorses that approach and endorses yeah. engagement to isolationism. And I think it was important for him uh, to support the president in uh, his approach. And so... It's good. It's all good. Great to have you here. Thank you Thank very much you for, for coming. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Howard Zemsky, who is the uh, president and CEO of Empire State Development Corporation, as well commissioner of the New York State Department of Economic Development. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.